0: Today, we're going to be talking about grief, uh, specifically holiday grief, and boy, it can be really difficult during this time of year, during the holidays, and we're going to talk about a few things that can help with grief, and hopefully some of these steps, if if you know somebody that may have lost somebody recently, make sure you send them this information or or maybe write down some some, uh, suggestions and, and give it to them. Let's talk about grief. One of the things that, especially if you've lost a loved one during this these holiday seasons, if you tell stories about that loved one, and this is something that you might even consider for yourself, what are some of the things that you want to share with your loved ones in the future as well? So I'm going to talk about these things that can be done, but know this can also be done for you, for your future generations, and for when you... When you eventually pass away, because we all do, these are some things that can help your children and your grandchildren with their grief as well. So when I'm talking about these suggestions, think about these are things that I can do for my loved one that has passed. So that helps me and my family through that grief process, as well as think about doing this yourself, about you for when you pass away down the road. First off, Stories. Stories is one of the greatest gifts that you can give to your children and your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, about your loved one who's passed away, as well as yourself. These stories can include things like, well, where did you meet your loved one that has passed away? How old were you when you met that person? What were you doing when you met that person? Some other things are like, what school did you go to? You know, it's interesting. My grandparents, when they went to school, you know, they were born in 1911 and 1910. Oh my goodness. Schools were totally different than what they are today. And it might be interesting for your children and your grandchildren to learn about what kind of school did that person go to? Was it a one-room school somewhere? Was it A regular big, maybe they grew up in Chicago and they were in one of these large schools, that type of thing. What are some of the things that they did when they went to school? What did they like? You know, one of my grandmothers, she actually had to go move to Portland, become a maid, and be a maid while she was going to high school in order to get through high school. Because they didn't have a high school in Philomath, Oregon at that time. So those are some things to talk about. What kind of car did you drive? What was the first car that you drove? Was it one that you loved? Was it one that you hated? Was it one of those, you know, stick shifts? Was it three on the tree or was it a push button automatic? Was it a, you know, four on the floor? And, and did it have a clutch? <laughs> uh, what is a clutch? You know, those types of things. Talk about that, what, what, maybe getting your first license. You know, my grandfather showed me his first license, and he was here in Oregon, and his license number was four digits. That's pretty amazing, four digits. It was it was like 1,000-something. I can still remember seeing the license that he had. That was pretty cool. Where's the first place that you worked? You know, as I'm telling my grandchildren stories about me uh, having a paper out. They're like, what's a paper out? What's a paper boy? You know, they, they have no idea about paper boys. I was nine years old when I first started working. You know, how old were you when you started working? What did you do? What did your loved one do? Those are some great things. You know, photos. You know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, a photo. You know, if you have a photo of when you were young or your loved one was young and you can show your grandchildren these pictures. I had a great gift that my grandmother did to me for me, my last grandmother who passed away. And I was very fortunate. I actually sat her down and we started going through all of these photo albums. And I didn't get through all of them, you know, because today it seems like nobody prints pictures and nobody puts them in a photo album. They're all digital. Well, I had all these black and white pictures of my grandmother when she was little and her brother on a farm and she was able to go through and I probably made it through about 20% of the photos, but I've got 20% of those photos with names attached to them and things that she was doing and who was doing it with her. And it was kind of nice because I was able to get a hold of like a second or third cousin and give that person some pictures that my grandmother had of his great-grandfather. And that was pretty neat, you know, to be able to get those pictures over to him. And he just didn't even know that they had them. I mailed a bunch over to another side of the family who are, would be, I don't even know what relation that this person was, but they were my grandmother's cousin, which means that that was her grandmother's, that was her direct relation was grandmother. I was able to get it over to these cousins of my grandmother, their descendants, so that they had pictures of their grandparents and great-grandparents growing up with my grandmother. So that was pretty neat, you know? It used to be choked about, don't pull out the slide projector. You'll get stuck and watch all these movies. Well, it would be interesting if you were able to pull your grandchildren and get them set aside and tell them stories. Get those slides out. Get the slide projector out. Make it fun. Get some ice cream. Get some popcorn, that kind of thing, and tell stories. Because as you're going through those slideshows, and First off, the grandkids aren't even going to know what that is. So that'll be fun just in itself. They'll be looking at these things going, what is this? And you'll be able to put them in and be able to get those slides out and be able to show a slideshow. But make it fun and tell them the stories. Another thing that my mother-in-law did is she put together a family trivia game. I had never heard of anything like that. But she wrote down a whole bunch of questions on cards that the family can sit down and play family trivia. And things are going to be it's like, what was grandpa's first car? What's grandma's maiden name? Those kinds of things. I mean, how hard is that to figure out? What, a maiden name? First off, again, kids are going to be like, what's a maiden name? Then you get to explain that. And then it's going to be like, well, wasn't grandma's always last name? Wasn't it Norris? No. It became Norris when she married your grandpa. This is what her maiden name is, and this is how you connect. And, you know, it's to know where you came from can help you know where you're going. Anyway, these are ways to try to get through some of these family grief because the families are grieving when it's the holiday time and they're waiting for grandma's homemade bread or, you know, Mary and Barry pie. What would be really neat is to get out that old family recipe and make that pie nowhere near as good as grandma could do, but it will be fun trying to. And then the kids and the grandkids can have that recipe that they can cook in the future. Because man, when that, when that smell of that pie starts wafting through the home, that really brings home grandma. So hopefully these ideas will help you through the holidays. It's an important topic. It's really, it's true. It's it's a palpable thing when you have that grief that's happening. And so hopefully this will help you through the holidays. This is the first in a series of three. And so take a look and see if you can find series number two and number three. I'll be recording those here shortly. Thank you.